And this is in the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 10, letter number 3262, Baruch Hashem. This is the yard site of my father-in-law, the Rebbe addresses. This is, of course, Yud Shvat, the 10th day of Shvat, Brooklyn, New York. As the Rebbe writes it out, uh, 10th day to the month, 11th month, because when you start from Nisan, Shabbat is the 11th month, which is the month of Shabbat. Asura l'chodesh, asur l'chodesh Shabbat, te tovshin tezvot. And the Rebbe addresses these letters, is to those who settle, and those who actually live, and those who are settling, and also to those that will be settling in Kfar Chabad, that is in the Holy Land. And the Rebbe says from the verse, it's a land that God, your God's eyes are always there. God is always watching you from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. May you be built and prepared very soon in our days through Mashiach Tzidkenu. To you and all that belongs to you, may God be with you and grant you life. This is the Rebbe's heading. The Rebbe says, different than the Rebbe usually says, Shalom Uvrocha. The Rebbe says, Shalom Beribui, Uvrocha Beribui. Lots of peace and lots of blessing. The Rebbe adds the word Beribui, meaning an increased abundance. Abundance of peace and abundance of blessing. And as you see from the title, the Rebbe is talking about those people that are associated with the Kfar Chabad and about the um, the tragedy that took place. The Rebbe says, I was in pain to hear that there are some of you uh, that your spirit has been down after this story that happened known that the young man named Yisrael Aryeh Dubruskin. He was murdered. And people were, um, have become sort of uh, weak in, the, uh, in their decisions about settling and tying yourself down to the Kfar Chabad, the village of Chabad that is in the Holy Land. People, Some people were... Uh, devastated by that happening and therefore they opted out of uh, staying in Kfar Chabad and the Rebbe is addressing them the Rebbe is trying to encourage them so here the Rebbe says all what I'm going to do I'll be an agent of the rabbis Uh, I am just going to quote from the letters the holy letters of our holy Rebbe's the Jewish leaders, the Prince of Israel, and this is the language. The Rebbe is going to quote now number one from a letter of the Alter Rebbe, and the, number two, a letter of the Mittler Rebbe, and number three, a letter of the Tzemach Tzedek. That's the first Lubavitcher Rebbe, second Lubavitcher Rebbe, and the third Lubavitcher Rebbe. Of course, the Mittler Rebbe, the second Rebbe, was a son of the first Lubavitcher Rebbe, and the Tzemach Tzedek, the third Rebbe, he was a son-in-law of the uh, Mittler Rebbe. And the Rebbe says, all what I'm going to do is, 
after tragedies that hit in them in their their time during their leadership, I'm going to quote. I'm going to write quote their letters what they have written, and I'm writing it to you as an encouragement, uh, not to be despondent, not to lose faith, not to disconnect yourself from this. So. He says, This is the language. Number one, Aleph. This is from the Alter Rebbe, Rabbeinu Hazoken, who, of course, he is the author of the Tanya, which makes him an authority, a codifier in the esoteric part of Torah. He's also the author of the Shulchan Aruch, which makes him a codifier, an authority in the revealed part of Torah. So basically, first Rebbe is telling you who the Alter Rebbe is, basically, as the Rebbe does many times, saying that he was the authority both in the esoteric part of Torah and also in the revealed part of Torah. And this is quoting what he said. I heard, this is the Alter Rebbe saying, quoting the Alter Rebbe, this is a quote from the Alter Rebbe, a direct quote. I heard from the Holy Ones, uh, the Supreme Holy Ones, uh, they talk about that people have a, an expression, that people say that after a fire, you become wealthy. Usually a fire is associated with destruction, with a tremendous financial loss, uh, sometimes a loss of life, sometimes a loss of property, and I don't believe that they had insurance. Sometimes today... Today's time, people set their property on fire so they can collect the insurance. No, but in those days, if you had uh, uh, a fire, that meant you had a big loss. But people would say that after you have a fire, you become wealthy. What's the connection? Why after a fire would you become wealthy? Because he said like this, the way the supreme measures evolve Hashem's measures of the holy measures and their order. So the way the order goes, it starts with the level of chesed, is kindness. After chesed comes din, judgment. After judgment comes rachamim, that's compassion. So when there is a fire, you have the measure of judgment. That's Hashem's measure of judgment of destruction that has befallen the people. So therefore, after one experiences the measure of judgment through a fire, so then there is an arousal of the measure of compassion. Rachamim comes after din. Compassion is greater than the measure of kindness, of chesed, that you start off with, as known that the measure of Yaakov, so you have Avraham is the level of Chesed, Yitzchak is Gevura, and Yaakov is Rachamim, Tiferes, that's the uh, compassion. So it's known that the measure of Yaakov is an inheritance without any boundaries, because 
in the verses that promise our forefathers in the Torah, the land of Israel, so the way God gave to, says to Avram, the way he says to Yitzchak, even though he promised them a lot, but it's still a measure. But when it comes to Yaakov, Hashem gives him um, without any boundaries, which means an endless, because the level of compassion leaves uh, goes further, goes all the ways. It goes from one extreme to the other extreme. This is his golden language. Up till here is the golden language of the Alter Rebbe. And the Rebbe is not giving any explanation. He's just quoting and basically saying that after the community has experienced the level of Din, they should expect as they say, getting wealthy, they should expect the measure of compassion, which is even greater than the measure of chesed. Number two, the Rebbe brings down from the Mittler Rebbe, that's the second Lubavitcher Rebbe, and he writes, um, I come here to comfort your hearts because of what Hashem's hand has touched you, basically, they were in some sort of a uh, disaster. I'm not sure exactly over here right now about what this was uh, referencing to, but he writes to them after the dot, 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 your heart should not fall. For sure, uh, he will arouse uh, Hashem's great kindness and His compassion on you with additional blessing that you know that after uh, and I think that he's quoting what the Alter Rebbe said here even though it's dot 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 that after a fire you become wealthy but the Mittler Rebbe says it's known that in every level of judgment there is also dressed up from the level of kindness in a hidden way. So while in an open way is judgment, but there is also a hidden kindness. And therefore, that's why we say, kol ma'ad letav. Whatever God does is for the good, but how could you say that? Well, it's bad. How could you say it's for the good? Because in the bad, there is hidden. Everything is for the good. Even though revealed, it may be bad, but there is something hidden in there which is for the good. Because there is no bad that comes from above, just pure bad. And therefore, we also, the law is that you're you're supposed to make a blessing when something bad comes to you, like we make the bracha baruch dayan ha'emet, we accept the judgment of Hashem, so you're making something bad, just like you make a bracha, and you have to do it with the same sort of devotion and trust and, 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 and happiness to Hashem, to make that bracha, because in the end there is hidden, so that when the measure of judgment concludes, over there, you will specifically be revealed the tremendous love, the powerful 
the forceful love that was dressed up in it. As, take an example, if you have a father who is rebuking his son, so he dresses up his love in the rebuke and the pain that he's punishing him, that he is uh, punishing him, but that, that punishment is the father's love, that he loves the child. So, therefore, as while he is punishing him, everything else, as soon after that he finishes his punishment, there is a revelation of the inner love and compassion to the extent that he gives him kindness and good. Uh, as I heard, he says, so basically what he's saying over here there is good hidden in the punishment, and while the punishment is a dress-up of the love that comes in a form of punishment, as soon as the punishment is over, it reveals the inner love and the compassion, so that he gives him an endless kindness and good, you know, he, uh, first he punishes him, and then he buys him, uh, you know, lots of... uh, uh, good stuff to make up for the for the punishment. I heard from my father. I, as I heard from my father, uh, with the titles over here, that when you read in the Torah about the curses, it talks about. So the root of the curses uh, that is in the punishment in the toichachos uh, that they shall be turned around to blessing because of the force of the powerful kindness that is dressed up in them. So that means that in those terrible uh, punishments, there is hidden that love, that tremendous kindness. And they come out, when are they revealed? Once the garment of this difficult judgment, uh, once that difficult judgment is over, then Hashem's kindness comes out after the uh, severe judgment. And, um, And that's why when we read about in the Torah, like curses about punishment, that's comes from a place of tremendous love, tremendous chesed, it's dressed up in that, and as soon as that dress-up is no longer necessary, so then there comes out a very powerful, strong love. That's why in the Torah, after these rebuke, you come to the uh, uh, greatest of blessing, after the garment of the harsh judgment. And that's why it says, the Pasuk actually says, I will turn your mourning to joy. Why does it say, I will turn your mourning? Hashem should make, I'll make you joyous occasions. It doesn't say, I'll make you new joyous occasions. That mourning itself, that your mourning, will be turned to joy because your mourning specifically just as, for example, Tisha B'Av, uh, 
then they um, the, the, the enemies they uh, destroyed the Beis Hamikdash. We says that it's going to be turned around. It's going to be days of joy and tremendous light, uh, which basically means that there is hidden love and kindness in that difficulty. But what we're saying is, though, that uh, it's dressed up, and as soon as the dress-up is gone, then is revealed the actual love so that the morning itself becomes joyful. Uh, Tisha B'Av itself will become a turned-around day because the punishment will no longer be dressed up in punishment and the love and the goodness of Hashem the tremendous kindness that's in it. Just as in the first day of Pesach that he brings down, the first day of Pesach, over there was a kindness in essence, I guess, because it doesn't explain this so much over here in this short quotation from there, but it's probably because when the Yidin wore a Mitzrayim, they basically were on a very low level, and God of His essence kindness just helped them and took them out over there uh, without uh, 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 without any being even deservant of it because they were really uh, on a very low level, as explained elsewhere. So, therefore, the Rebbe says that this is the middle Rebbe. This is, I'm giving you advice, that it's not proper in my eyes that some of you have in mind who live there to uproot your living from, I guess they wanted to move, something helped, something happened over there, whether it doesn't look like a fire, a plague, or whatever happened, a pogrom, I don't know what happened over there, but some people wanted to leave. He says, that's not, doesn't think to me to be good advice. Why? And then he, there's that, that, that. In my opinion, it's specifically over there where God will send his blessing. Because of the above reason. Because if you experience such punishment, that means that now the love of Hashem is going to be revealed because the punishment has hidden love. And once you're done with that punishment, now it's going to be a tremendous love as I heard, and I am, the Rebbe says, they they didn't mail it, he gave this letter in somebody's, an agent to give over this letter of the Rebbe. Uh, So the Rebbe says, he says that, uh, that for that reason, uh, that, the he didn't want to move. They used to they lived in the community of Liadi, Ladi. After his house burned down, uh, as known, and um, um, I guess because he was sure that after suffering that loss of his house, now there's going to be a tremendous level of kindness. So, and the, the Mittler Rebbe con- concludes, 
that may Hashem return to us and have compassion after his anger is subsided. Hashem shall comfort you, raise your horn above, beyond all days of the world. These are the words who really loves you. I look forward for God's salvation very soon. And he signs his name Duber, the son of my father, of the Alter Rebbe. So here, this is the second letter from the Mittler Rebbe, which uh, basically also talks about a, uh, a difficult situation and some people wanted to leave, and he says, don't leave. And the Rebbe is using this as saying, I'm just presenting you the words of my predecessors. These are not my words. So he quoted first from the Alter Rebbe Midland. Now finally he brings from the Tzemach Tzedek. That's the third Lubavitcher Rebbe. He writes to them, to the people, I received your letter. Uh, and also... Uh, I also heard about this already from beforehand, what they told the Rebbe. And the Rebbe says, I want to comfort you. And I'm quoting from my grandfather that he wrote to one person of the Hasidim who got burnt. And so here you see the context of the letter because the Rebbe is referring to it. Um, uh, his name is Yosef Mazurovitz. That's the name, Yosef Mazurovitz. Uh, so how could he, he? He couldn't write to a person who who died in a fire because how would he write to him? Uh, it has to be that his home burned down, not himself. I, mean, I don't know, it doesn't say over here. I wish I'd look up the background of it. Here it just says, he wrote to a person of the Hasidim who, Shenisraf, Shenisraf means who was burnt. It would sound like he he died, but then how would he send him a letter? Maybe oh, it's missing. Part of his body was burned. <clears throat> but he didn't yeah, die. okay. Could be. That's a, that's a possibility, yeah. But, but in any event, so let's see what he writes. So the author, the, the Tzemach Tzedek, is quoting, and he says, I heard from the, quoting his father, from the Holy Ones of above, that what people say, and it's a custom that after a, a fire you become wealthy because the, what we learned before, he's quoting that in his letter, that the way the evolved, the supreme midos, holy midos, the order, they go in this order. First you have kindness, then you have judgment, then you have compassion. And therefore, after the measure of judgment uh, by a fire, uh, there is a, an arousal of the measure of compassion, which is even greater than the measure of kindness from the beginning, as it's known that that is the measure of Yaakov, which is a inheritance without any limitation, all from the letter that we read before, that goes from one extreme to the other. And this is the language, the whole, the golden language of my father-in-law. And therefore, 
So it seems like his house burned down, and therefore uh, he, uh, he he instructed, he commanded with his handwriting to the person to be encouraged to strengthen himself and should build a house in its place. Should go ahead and build a house in its place. Don't uh, no flight, but go ahead and build, rebuild. From his holy words, uh, his soul is in Aden. It seems to me, in your case, that each one should support their friends, each other, encourage each other to build your homes in your place. Everybody should rebuild after the fire, I guess, that was there. Uh, rebuild. Because it is known that the merit of the community is greater than the merit of an individual. To arouse great compassion, to support you and to raise your horn, meaning to stand tall and uh, connect. Therefore, the Rebbe says, strengthen, please. One man, quoting Isha, one person should support each other. And Hashem, who gives the strength to be successful, He should bless you with all good in all that you do, as you wish, and as the one who loves you wishes for you, I seek your goodness and your peace. And He signs Menachem Mendel, that's the Tzemach Tzedek, His name was Menachem Mendel. So again, so that's after the Rebbe quotes these three Rebbes. So the Rebbe says, the word of the Tzaddikim are lasting forever and they do their work. The impact is all the time. May the blessed Hashem bless each one, man and woman of you, amongst all Jewish people, that all that is written in the above holy writings should be fulfilled fully in the visible and revealed good and very soon. The Rebbe says, with blessing, I look forward and I anticipate hearing good news. And the Rebbe writes in a footnote, Nun Beis, a P.S. This first letter, number one, holy letter, that is printed in the Sefer Amitzvah on the end of page 228. The second letter is in the Siddur Meish Arim on the end of page 28. And the third letter is over there in Meish Arim on page 36. Those are the various letters that the Rebbe quoted from from them. So as you see, the Rebbe didn't want to just tell them on his own, do, do this, Rebbe leaves it. He says, I'm an agent of the other Rebbes to tell you their words. And this is their words. So the Rebbe encouraged not to leave Kfar Chabad, not to run away because of this terrible tragedy, but rather to continue. And in a way, after the Holocaust and after the suffering and after all the tzores that the Jewish people endured, a lot of people 
were sort of uh, given up. A lot of people lost everything that they had. They're not, not to speak of their monetary, but the family members, the children, the parents, brothers, sisters, you know, people that were the most dear to them. And many people actually lost their God as well. They lost Hashem. These are a lot of people were um, raised and uh, lived uh, consistence with the Torah and mitzvahs. And after all these tragedies, they decided to uh, leave all this. And um, But as we see today, that in order to give the proper response to this devastation and the tragedies and the inhumane uh, treatment from these uh, uh, terrible people or beasts uh, is not to give in and to give them a sense of uh, victory, but to actually, the contrary, to rebuild, to redo, and to be even stronger and better. Like We don't know why there was a level of judgment and all this happened, and we actually see that the rebuilding and the rebirth and the re-energizing uh, of all of Yiddishkeit that took place after that was on a scale that has never been uh, witnessed before. And the same thing is true in our Holy Land. Uh, you know, sometimes when there is a tragedy, we just had another tragedy, three soldiers were um, murdered and uh, by a uh, Egyptian terrorist and... Um, uh, you know, some would have an idea, maybe uh, we should leave, maybe we shouldn't be there. And you see from these Rebbe that words that while this is a level of judgment, we should anticipate that there will be kindness after that. So, Kain Yelanu, Amen. Hopefully we'll only hear good and inspiring and happy and success stories of... Uh, of the Jewish people and Israel and and the Israeli uh, army that are fighting for all of us, that they will have only uh, success and health and only good things. Openly, the Rebbe blesses them. shouldn't be hidden, disguised, but it should be revealed. Rebbe says, uh, In the good that is visible and revealed, Amen. Came to you alone.